Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's get to the economy. That's the number two issue in this country. If you talk to uh, many of the pollsters, people say health care is number one for them. But the inflationary pressure is easing, we hear. But the Bank of Canada nevertheless expected to raise its interest rates one more time next week. After that, well, will Canada experience recessionary pressure well, the balance of the calendar year, Professor Eric Cam is back with us, Professor of Macroeconomics at Metropolitan University in Toronto, or Toronto Metropolitan University. Professor, thank you very much. No surprise here, eh? It's not a surprise at all. It's the Bank of Canada telling the Canadian population that this inflationary spiral upward is not over, and it may not even be Far from over. And I think there's a little bit of um, method to this madness. I think what the bank is doing is it's making rumblings about, you know, we're going to raise it 0.25 by way of telling people that through that announcement effect, they hope that it even brings down spending a little bit further. Because one thing the bank probably didn't count on, Roy, was the population of this country being as um, smart and as cognizant as they are of what's going on. They can say that inflation is is starting to trend in the right way. But let's be honest, what really has fallen? The only thing that's fallen are gas prices. And sadly, the Bank of Canada is to gas prices what the banjo is to classical music. They have no control over that. So the things that really matter to Canadians, like food, like their mortgage, like rent, are still going up and they're going up far too fast. So I think this is the Bank of Canada kind of admitting we are not done yet, but maybe if we announce that we're not done yet, that'll further decrease spending and get us closer to the goal. So I'm trying to imagine Beethoven's fifth on the banjo or an orchestra of banjos, how that would sound. But setting that aside... Uh, We're going to be talking gas prices, gasoline prices, in just a few minutes with Dan McTagg. And Dan has told us recently, Professor, that we're expected or should expect gasoline prices to hit $2 a liter by May or June and diesel $2.60 a liter. And that's going to impact on all of us because, as we know, trucks use diesel and trucks deliver everything that we have. But do you have a sense, is there a sense, a macroeconomic sense, that the economy is picking up steam again or is that just wishful thinking? I don't think the economy is picking up steam at all. And in fact, there are no macro indicators that show we're picking up steam. What we are is we are still marginally positive in terms of the rate of growth of the gross domestic product. So in terms of you know that, that measure of goods and services that our country is able to produce, we're still on the right side of the Mendoza line, and we'd like to keep it that way. But as you and I discussed last week, inflation eventually creeps its its ugly head into everything. And the one market it hasn't creeped its head into, Roy, is the labor market. And mm-hmm. so they're trying to do the knife's edge thing. They're trying to decrease spending to decrease prices, but not so much that they decrease it to the point where consumption and investment fall to such a degree that gross domestic product starts to tumble and put us into a recession. And so that's really, in a nutshell, what the bank is trying to do. They're trying to find that very sensitive level of spending where we still have positive GDP, but prices start to come down. And so that's the line that they're trying to hit. 
and they're trying to hit it the only way they know, and that is through interest rate increases. But since you said it, if the price of gas does go up to that extent, then you can rest assured they will completely lose, completely lose their credibility with the people of this country who are asking for relief. And if the one thing that they found relief goes back up to ridiculous levels, we're just at ground zero again. Yeah, that's what Mr. McTagg told us, and I'm confident he'll repeat that in just a few minutes' time. <laughs> what should we be then looking for for the balance of the year? And by the way, given the bank's recent record as far as its predictions for uh, what's necessary with interest rates is concerned, how confident should we be that the Bank of Canada knows what it's doing? You know, it's funny. You would think that my answer is they have no clue, but they do have a clue because I think the Bank of Canada in and of itself is actually pretty good at their job if their job wasn't complicated a thousandfold by a federal government that doesn't have a clue. And I think that that's a really bad combination. And we know that through the pandemic and through the amount of money that was printed and given away and supply chain issues, that was basically that that, that collection of stink was handed to the Bank of Canada and they were told, well, as fast as possible, can you fix this? Mm -hmm. And you know, the economy is a wonderful thing, Roy, but it's not instantaneous and it takes time. And so all of these changes that the bank are doing, they have to work through the system and the government tied not one, but both hands behind their back. Yeah. And the OECD is not particularly confident about how we're going to be doing as an economy of advanced countries over the next 10 years and beyond. There's not much said well, about that should, either, right? And, and, and That's right. And not to interrupt, but why should they when the one thing that we could do really, really well yes, at sir. and exploit our comparative advantages in, we fail. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.